Hey, it's Leslie. And it's Jalisa. And welcome <laughs> to the Soul Subliminal Podcast, your mindful space for holistic heroism, health, health. And, and healing. 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 <laughs> I'm always singing. I like it's so funny. I teach all of my classes, you know, they're all virtual. Yo, in every single class, like I'm just over here, like, yeah, hello, y'all. What's the class? <laughs> and they just be like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> they look at the screen, like, okay, mm so, Like, all I do, like, and I can see, like, some people have their roommates and stuff around them, so they're just like, <laughs> Just looking around like, oh. hey, this is, yeah, this is my teacher. Hi. I'm here to bring joy and knowledge, okay? <laughs> Welcome to the class. Like, oh, I do no. both. So next. I do next. it all. I'm a triple threat. Boom, boom, and boom. So, yeah. Boom. Anyway. <laughs> I appreciate it. I would appreciate it if I was your, one of your students, which I am, in a sense. In a sense. Aren't we all? Aren't we aren't all? We all? Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, gal. How was it for you? Uh, I think this BHM was lovely. Um, Definitely very much used to being at more communal events around this time. So it it felt a little less uh, seasoned, you know? It felt like it had Mm -hmm. a little less paprika. Mm -hmm. It felt like... It just wasn't enough, you know. Yeah, I do. Season, but still feeling blessed, still feeling fortunate, mm-hmm. um, and still very much making a tremendous effort to dig deep in areas of blackness that are unfamiliar to me, and I think. Ooh. One of those areas very specifically continues to be like old nigga hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was not expecting that. <laughs> and so I am very much committed to just deep diving to the best of my abilities as far back as I can go. I need to know all the samples of the samples of the samples of the samples. And then that, of course, takes you back to soul, rhythm, and blues. That oh, takes yeah. you to some very deep places. Yes. Mm. And mm-hmm. so I think that in itself is a whole meandering lesson that could be never ending. But never ending. the more I, I deep dive, the, the, um, the better I feel. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Unexpected as hell. Um, <laughs> very, very enjoyable um, as well. It's funny because, um, you know, I teach a class called Thugs, Hoes, and Hip Hop. And um, we do a thing every week. It's called the Song of the Week. And so my Song of the Week is like a theme for what we're learning throughout that week. And so I started it off with, uh, you know, Public Enemy, Vice yeah. of Power, right? And you just see all the kids just like, oh, wow, this is happening right now. And I'm like, yes, history repeats itself. Like it's it starts getting over. all deep, so it starts getting all deep all quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not over, babies. 
It's not over, baby. I need you. I need you to take care of my kids if I ever have these kids in this world with your white skin. Like it goes. It's a question. It's a question. So I support you um, because even like diving into it, we do a lot of annotations and we read the lyrics and really kind of, uh, I like to do a lot of like Googling things I've never heard of while I'm doing annotations. And so it really brings you down into some really good stuff. It will take you some places. And I've also mm-hmm. <laughs> so been watching um, Tales from the Tour Bus. I believe it's on mm-hmm. So it's an animated mm-hmm. series. Uh, it's a docu-series though, but it's animated about um the second season specifically is about funk and soul legends so james has an episode or two Mm -hmm. um parliament funkadelic bootsy like all of these people have episodes and it it speaks to their tales from their careers and it is beautiful and a lot of that like lends towards I don't know. I feel like a lot of them, they were doing stuff that people are just like, no, black people don't do that. They were all on acid. Everybody was on acid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I've done acid every day since 19... <laughs> His whole brain, like, Brock. I hope you're all right, man, but you put out sure. music. <laughs> so, so, something happened right, right? <laughs> something went right, but did it all also go left? I don't Thank know. Thank you. We but you're still here breathing, so <laughs> clearly you are right. <laughs> so, but that is dope. So I've just been like these these musical lessons are are very significant. So that's been my my fun my fun moment through Black History Month. And um, tapping into some little cooking lessons and whatnot as well. Ooh. I think I, I, that's what I was thinking while you were talking. I was like, what have I done? Because I don't, I haven't felt as connected this Black History Month. Like, I've also felt like February just, it always flies by, but I just feel like time's just been flying. Yes. And so, you know, I just turned around and all of a sudden tomorrow's March. And so, <laughs> you know, Max. I said, wait, time out, child. I got stuff to grade. I'm over here still. I got, like, I think of my to-do list, like, things that I put on my to-do list weeks ago, how I've just pushed some of these things to this week's to-do list. And I'm like, wait, tomorrow's March, bro. Like, March. Q1. Two, one. So um, I've been doing some cooking. I think that's something that I've been really tapping into on Sundays, especially. Um that's kind of like my day to cook, clean, relax, because my weeks are pretty full. And um, so like red beans and rice, cabbage, mm-hmm. mac and cheese, sweet potatoes, greens, you know, um, all like vegan, vegetarian. I've been really showing off with like extra hardcore trying to navigate more vegan meals, right? Oh, and so today, today I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try to do a vegan chicken fried steak and mashed potatoes. I'm gonna use like a Beyond burger and then like some uh, chickpea flour for the coating. And um, I got me some brown gravy and some mushroom gravy. Girl, I'm so excited. Um, So I've been doing a little bit of that. And that's like, that's been like a self care as well as just like an act of kind of tapping in. Um, I think of, uh, have you, you've heard of Girl Trek, right? Yes. Yes. So I do podcasts a lot. 
Yeah, I am obsessed with Girl Trek. So shout out to them. I need to, I need to hop on the train. It's just so lovely because I don't I don't get out of my house enough. Like everything I need to do is right here. The most I can walk like is to go downstairs to get my mail um, or a package. You know what I mean? Like unless I'm taking my trash out. And so I have to be really intentional around getting up and leaving or moving my body um, because I preach it. So I'll be damned. Right. And I'd be damned also if my booty get low. So anyway, that sad? Um, I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, I've been like walking around outside and just around my hood. And I think there's something about it. Right. Number one, you're learning all of this stuff because it's all historical conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm in like the set of acts of resilience. And so you know, I learned about uh, Fannie Lou Hamer and like yeah, her ass and just we got to hear her her speech, you know, about Ooh, when she tried to She was taking losses. People was coming to whoop Hells, her. Literally coming out to get her. Like her like her navigating the fact that she didn't even know anything about politics until she was 44. And then she died like less than 20 years later. Like, yeah, I think like 10, 15 years after that, right? So, you know, of like, there was such an interesting conversation even the women were having about that. Like, um, you know, I've been working, so do we give myself yeah. rest? Or, you know, do I feel a divine calling to be a soldier right now? And like, some people are called to be fighting, some people are called to have the abundance to sit back and like, I have the abundance to fight. And so, you know, it was, and it's beautiful because they're having this conversation amongst themselves as I'm just walking in my neighborhood yes. and it gets me, it gets me a break and it's just, it's phenomenal. I'm so excited because they're starting back up tomorrow with their like daily, like live chat. Awesome. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I think it's on Facebook, um, but regardless, I ain't caught up yet, so I could take time, um, but they always put them on Spotify regardless. Um so yeah, I feel like I've been doing a lot of that. Ooh, and I don't like autobiographies. Ooh. They just they don't they don't titter titillate me the ways in which I want them to. I want them to that so bad. I think people are talking about themselves in their best light if they mm. bio they biograph themselves. What was the what was the beginning of that question? Do you think it's because when people do their own autobiographies, mm. they highlight in a way that's maybe not as textured and interesting as their true story maybe I think we could play with that I like that I think that's I think that's definitely a thing there I I think I also just have I just really enjoy you know like afrofuturistic writing and you know I'm very I so my brain does a lot of that and so this month I've been following I think it's for colored girls book club or for colored yeah. girls reading on Instagram and they have like books of the month. And so, um, and they all read them together. And then on Tuesdays, like the fourth Tuesday of the month, they have like a live chat about it. I can't even make the chat, but I be trying to read. Um, well, that's <laughs> what matters, boo. That's all right. Like, I got class. Listen. I don't know what they're talking about, but um, this month it was Asada. Um, and so that was, I've, like I really enjoyed her story, like just the levels, oof, the liberation, the understandings, the the intersectionalities that were just being talked about. I just thought it was lovely. Um, and then at the end, I was still like, I just do not like autobiographies. I'm over here like I can't wait for the third 
uh, Children of Blood and Bone to come out so I can sit my ass in this corner of this couch and just get lost, right? Um, and I feel like it gets hard for me to get lost in someone else's story when I know, when especially when I know, I'm like, there, I know what she did, what happened. I know the experience. And it's like, oh, it hurts a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel a little bit more. Than I, don't, I haven't read it since I was like 18 or 19. It's been a mm-hmm. while. I definitely need to loop back around and revisit. Yeah. But I know it's it's painful. <laughs> Yo. I'd be like, I'm trying no. to like relax in my bathtub, like sipping wine. And I'm like, ooh, no, ooh. That's no, all ooh. I be trying to do. I was looking at because Chaz, a lot of his books are on the shelf, like at the front. And yeah. so I was like trying to find something to go to the pool with. And it was just like, no. <laughs> Nothing here is adequate for me to leisurely read at the pool. No. None of you. trying to put my bro. pinky up while I read about the oppressive lives of my ancestors. Not right now. Not right now. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to be joyful. I'm trying to get my titties tan. Y'all playing with me. Quick. And the pool, I think- too, had a whole pool to myself. I had my little beer. I was kicking my feet. And I grabbed this book. <laughs> I think I ended up grabbing like Slaughterhouse Five or something, which ended up being quite all right. But mm-hmm. and still, you know, we don't. We I am committed to furnishing our home with more fiction. Yes. And Chaz's duty to do everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless it's finance, and then I will do it. <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> you are. You OD on that. All those text messages. Ooh, and look at what else I just learned. Do like, you want to see what I be passing? I put it in all my notes section. I just slide it over to my notes section. Like, okay, all right. And every do time you know I, what I learned, I'm like, hey, so what kind of IRA account do I need to look for today? Do I need to look for a Roth? Okay, beautiful. Let me go ahead and figure this out. Let me get this HSA account. Like, yo, <laughs> you are nothing but a blessing in this moment. So don't even, don't even trip. I'm obsessed. It's fine. It's fine. What? <laughs> Maybe I'll be able to switch gears. But right now, <laughs> I'm obsessed. And I'm gonna let you. I ain't even gonna stop you. Beautiful. I don't know. I think when I especially think of Black History and the fact that we are like past 50 episodes, because we started recording in 2018. Yeah. And forever ago. Right. Like we started at the House of Pod. Mm -hmm. And then transitioned to that other studio wish i could remember but the one off a grant yep Mm -hmm. and then gave up on that during the panty (laughs) yeah and now here we are this is my most comfortable the most comfortable i would say i've been oh me too (laughs) me too Right, because it's just like it's more flexibility. You yeah, know what I mean, like it's not all extra tight. Um, I think it flows. It works. It works with what we got. It works with what we got. What has been one of your favorite or more profound episodes of mm-hmm. the fifty plus that we have at this juncture? 
child? Oh, I would say um, one of the most memorable. Yes. And like even in our recap afterward, it's like, wow. <laughs> we were like, yeah, wow. So learned so much. Wow. Learned so much. There's so much there. And it was it is it's this is where I start to like navigate into the space of, you know wow, Black folk are not a monolith, right? Mm-hmm. And on in levels and spaces and in ways I've never even imagined. And I think that's one of the, the failures of the human brain is our lack of imagination, right? We can only fathom so much. Um, and also, I think it's it was very just eye-opening in regards to the levels and the understandings and my, like, my understanding around my my own clinical background and then like you know recognizing and comparing it back to back and recognizing the cultural components yeah and you know there was just there was so much and it's just really like a brain fuck for me personally um and also i get it you know what i mean like those are how both of those things can exist at the same time right um and it's just like okay word and that is the vastness of us and the nuanced nature. And I, I feel like that is something that, I don't know, when I learned the word nuanced, I was just like, this is shades of meaning and shades of understanding and shades of variance that fall under the same umbrella, but that can be so vastly different. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned that at Howard um, and I learned that amongst the, the student body there and understanding the, the vastness of blackness and all its forms and shapes and colors and sound mm-hmm. and accoutrement and all of that <laughs> shit, right? Beautiful. Um, Absolutely. And so I feel like that is... A, it's more vibrant in this month, especially as we come together in community in these spaces. Mm. Like especially in Five Points, you're coming together around Black History Month. You come mm-hmm. together around Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. You're doing um, whenever the jazz festival is going to be, which generally around Juneteenth. Yep. And end of year Kwanzaa. Those are like the main coaches. Do they do black people still do Easter? Uh yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, but I know. I wish I remember though, like that's it's significant too. Like my Gigi very specifically always made lamb and mint jelly. Um, so now I won't eat lamb. (laughs) Y'all the elite blacks. I won't eat lamb without meat jelly now because this nigga said lamb and meat jelly. 
And again, there goes that monolith. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like hide all the Easter eggs. She had a pool in the back, so she would just hide shit like all around her house. And we'd just be running around this big ass house looking for eggs. And some of them had money in it. And I bet in gold coins mm-hmm. and shit. That's what it sounded like with that mint jelly. Easter was lit. <laughs> Ooh. Easter was super lit. That's just weird as hell. That big ass money. I don't like it. It's creepy. Never. I'm not with it. I'm but not with that's it. definitely still a thing. But those are, I feel like, my main memories of like togetherness. Mm. Here, mm. at least. Yeah. And it, I think it's also, it just brings into perspective the levels of healing, I think, that our community needs as well. Right. Because when I think of lady speech, when I think of the conversation we had with Allie, the conversation we had with Gabby, there was just such a theme around healing our community. Mm-hmm. Right. Healing our community from past sexual traumas, healing our community from um, energetic woes, healing our community with feeding ourselves. Right. So how we need so much healing, we need so much. Um, we still have a lot of. Uh, awareness to tap into yeah Mm -hmm. definitely that definitely that and I think you know we're doing the work Mm -hmm. that's all it is and that's kind of the idea right like it's all about progress um we I, I love being able to look back on where I was and seeing where I am now to be able to have appreciation um because you know sometimes you can feel like you just like stuck up like just caught in the the wind for a while you know and so for us like as a black community of being able to look back um from when our ancestors were brought over here to now to niggas being able to have mint jelly and And the money eggs baby (laughs) and like you know to being able to have uh healing Uh, sexual healing like sexual trauma to be healed by another black fin right Mm -hmm. like um someone that you came from a body that you are familiar with Mm -hmm. you know like I just think there's I think there's just some really cool cool realities of the progress we've gotten to um, right to be able to even say oh shit we should heal from this Mm -hmm. we didn't even know we was hurting from it and now we get spaces to heal and I just think that is what a lot of these episodes have taught me right yep. like so many black bodies that we've met and I'm like you do what <laughs> when you do that what time you got room I need a massage you got what like it's beautiful <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what out. about you <laughs> what's been one of your <laughs> yeah hey um, okay <laughs> what do you think is one of your most memorable memorable or favorite episodes um thus far i feel like i think about um very specifically the one we had with Brittany house and talking about reproductive rights mm-hmm. in the face of them potentially being <laughs> gutted <laughs> correct from 
from our our laws um and understanding how pivotal a moment this is not only for women but very specifically black women um because there is that tendency to be a disparity in mm -hmm. care and even now like as i've been recently diagnosed with uterine fibroids and under mm. how many black women are impacted by it and the lack of research done it very much speaks to a state of affairs that is inadequate to me mm. and so mm. i think that very much with the that episode very much with the experience that I'm having is a very altering experience I'd say Ooh. this is like a point and I'll be like this was when <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> yep this was the moment when mm -hmm. I decided mm -hmm. to dot 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 and whatever actions come of that, like I've always been discussing as I start to get deeper into research, what does it look like to have a research incubator that's not particularly swayed by corporate funding or entities that may want to prevent truths from being exposed? Like what does a research incubator like that look like? Or what does my life look like without alcohol, mm -hmm. or without, meat or mm. without some of these things that I very much not only enjoy but like appreciate as in abundance <laughs> I love a good cocktail experience you do. Okay. And, all, and all the meat on and I love Shark, shark coochies. Shark coochie boys. boys. <laughs> and I love gumbo. My baby. And seafood. And everything. How I'm gonna live like Anthony Bourdain. That's all I say to people. And then people want to retort back like Anthony Bourdain is dead. And I'm like, that's not the point. <laughs> the point I'm making is how I'm gonna live like Anthony Bourdain if I don't eat meat and don't drink no alcohol? What kind of how am I supposed to be the most interesting man in the world? You so stupid, stop. I can't eat at home. So just, I think it, it adds another layer. It adds another layer of interest of like how is she over there twerking her little booty and she ain't drunk. Oh, this she's is sober just, as hell. This is just her <laughs> child. <laughs> No, she she's sober. She fine. She fine. <laughs> she ain't drink no drink. It's okay, baby. I'm gonna get you some vegan recipes. We gonna <laughs> hit up Gabby. You gonna be fine. <laughs> I was talking to Chaz about it. I was like, how am I open my restaurant? <laughs> and he was like, well, maybe you need to shift your vision. Thank you. That's what it sounds like. And I was me. like, and this is the it's card. This is the card I pulled. <laughs> Why are you so childish? Y'all, 
I'm talking about she was pouting, and then her card. What what card is that? Julia can't see. The Eight of Wands. The Eight of Wands. And this Eight of Wands card is this whole ass African man with his arms crossed, pouting. So you are seen. You are seen, and you are told to shut the hell up. That's what I heard. And it was like resisting the right ways. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow. And then I rolled over and went to bed. <sighs> Guess I'll go to sleep now. Don't know what that's to me. Fuck you guys. I was pissed. You childish. Chaz was like, take your life. Thank you. Like, it's not even my life. It's not even about me. It's not even about me. Why are you trying to make it about me right now? All I'm thinking about is that Jamaican restaurant you were talking about that you went to. I know. And how they were vegan. And shout out to Stush in the Bush. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And to the Vins family. Mm hmm. And if we talk about healing, maybe I know. you gotta learn you healing yourself so then you can then heal your community. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and stop. You <laughs> <laughs> see him? Look at his face. Yo, big lip out. So he pissy. is pouting. Mm. Like, no. <laughs> That's not what I want. That's not what I said. How am I to live like Anthony Bourdain? You're so childish, but I like it. I'm gonna be fine. I'm coming to terms. You're gonna be fine. I promise. I'm coming to terms. You know, it takes me a time to come around the bend, but I'm coming. You're coming. You're gonna figure it out one day. At a slow, steady pace. <laughs> You'll figure it out. That's all, That's all you gotta do, all honestly. It's all fine. Mm, well, <gasps> so, uh, history months. Would you say how many lessons learned? That's what I was gonna say. I was like, when we wrap it up, like because even when I think of it, I feel like you know February thirteenth or whatever. That was like the new year, because I ain't counting any other time before that. Whatever. Wow. And so like we've really been in this new year for two weeks, and so navigating around the lessons that we've learned in this last year because literally this last year has been in a pandemic mm-hmm. like this whole time right and these new normals and you know the accomplishments um you know the news like life altering shit you know that's been just kind of coming up and so with with all of that what are let's say three lessons are you getting excited? Yeah. Okay. What are three lessons that you are taking away from this whole full-bodied experience of the podcast, of Black History Month, like of all of you in this last year, especially? I think lesson number one is you can do it. Put your back into it. Mm. Because mm-hmm. I feel so I have never worked as hard as I've worked this past year. Um, and that, of course, is preparing me for this year with 
the upcoming responsibilities that will be at play. And I am capable of, mm. of going there and being that person when I need to be, even though most of the time I just want to sit down. Sure. So I can I can do it. Put my back mm-hmm. into it. <laughs> and the podcast too. We were backlogged forever. Yeah. We were Absolutely. backlogged for almost a year. And I sorted through all of the audio. You yourself and you. <laughs> sorted through all of the audio, was able to find beats, was able to learn to edit, was able to get us set up. That was all new. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I learned it. Me too. And now that's something I, I know. So I can do it, put my back into it. Ooh. Number two, um, I think Black history beyond that is lending towards like what your body does. Um, it's like genetically speaking, mm-hmm. what stories does your body have? to tell you because there are things that are happening that you are not aware of. (laughs) There are things that are happening that may be oncoming later. Um, And there are things that you may be holding onto, like when they they were discussing whether or not I have to go under for surgery. I just remembered when I tore my ACL and my MCL in my knee, I remember being down from that. And then I went back, back to when I like first broke my collarbone and that was when I was I was under the age of seven. So mm. I just remember the pain of being incapacitated. <laughs> and I remember just like not being able to do what I'm used to doing. Mm-hmm. And so all of that came back at the mention of having to go under wow. again. And so I was like, that mm. is history in my body. Um, And that's like phantom pain and memories that are present. So just really, and beyond that, this is hereditary. So it's like, I'm not the, every older black lady I've talked to, like, yeah, I had that. Yeah, I had that. Yes. Yeah, I had that. So everybody is just getting chopped up. Yeah. Um, And there's a history there all the way back to the whole beginning of the field of obstetrics and gynecology being Mm. uh, with black women. So Mm. I think ultimately all of this history is in the body. And Mm. I took a time where I lapsed in care and I thought I was doing all right. Like I'm eating pretty decent, I'm working out, but I was not doing as good as I could be. And so dedication, Mm. um, those lessons are, are coming back in full force. Mm. Um, and I think stress management goes into that as well. Um, and so just, you know, I'm gonna take the nap. <laughs> I had all that work to do. I was like, it'll get done or it won't, honey. <laughs> That's Say literally it. Say la vie because <laughs> no. Um, and then I think the third lesson is, um, we are our voices are more powerful than we think and i think that is something we hear when we start to get feedback from people or even like when i'm on panels and stuff people will come back and tell me like that really really resonated with me and it people it's people who i'm like i wasn't particularly talking to you mm-hmm. but 
truly, dude. <laughs> be like that. that really wasn't your quote. <laughs> but I'm glad that resonated with you as well. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I really am. <laughs> I was not talking to you. <laughs> But if that's your ministry, I'm gonna let you. But go if ahead you feeling that. it in your spirit, I'm feeling it with you, and so Everybody understanding the power that's present, and um, that we have we have much more to share. Yeah, look at you. I love all of this. Um, <laughs> I want to go. I want to go on a tangent so bad, but I'm trying to keep it slow. Um, when you were talking about your goal number two in regards to like our bodies and like connecting and you know how like history's in our bodies i think a, a lot about you know henrietta lax came up immediately and then also my mother right so my mother she had lupus and um we didn't know she had lupus and she had just gone in she was just having like a whole bunch of issues but she had just gone in one day when she was like 38 and they were like we got to take out her, her cervix yep got to take everything out we're gonna give her a hysterectomy we were like, uh, okay. And, you know, they gave her a hysterectomy and then she ended up being allergic to the anesthesia. And so she was in a coma for like a month mm-hmm. um, and some change. And just like, I remember I had to get a surgery, you know, um, a few years ago. And they were like, oh yeah, we're going to have to put you under anesthesia. And like, my body was like, <gasps> no. Right. Yeah. And I had to like, I had to do so much conversation so many voicemails so many like so much phone tag to talk to the anesthesiologist and say hey no we're not doing that this is what's going on like can we figure something else out right and so just thinking about how how I had to empower myself and advocate for myself to utilize my voice right in these kinds of spaces um and recognizing how hard that is and also recognizing the privilege it I do have to be able to have awareness of like oh yeah black women aren't thought about that much so I need to make sure I think about myself a little harder here right some people really just come in like oh gosh the world just really cares about everybody right and it harms us at the end so so yes okay it's all there it's all there it's so there so thank you for that I appreciate you sharing that um mine um I would say write it down is always going to be one but like a really big one for me this year like I have been I have a new moon journal and I've had this new moon I just love it and I've had it since like 2017 y'all like for real I just read it yesterday because yesterday was a full moon but so like every new moon I write in the journal and I write as if I'm living six months ahead, right? Because mm-hmm. in six months, it will be the full moon. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, ooh, you know, in six months, I'll be doing this and I'll have a car and I'll have, the, you know, whatever the things, right? And then um, I do that every single month, but then every single month there's a full moon. And so on the full moon, you go back to your entry from six months ago and read up on it. And it's just so <laughs> wild, the things that I have just written up Mm-hmm. right like yeah. I, I think of like like jobs I think of opportunities I think of um just just abundance in general and in spirit and in body and in, in mind and so just thinking of 
how much writing things down is just so beneficial and it just gets it out of my body I have so much stuff here like I'm a therapist I'm a teacher I literally am listening to students to clients all day tell me about their problems I'm talking to things like and so for me to have my own thoughts yeah that are that have nothing to do with anyone else that I get to keep for me um it's beautiful and I just think it's something um because our bodies just naturally start to play into what we wrote down right right like you dream it up and it's not just that dream that's that history Mm -hmm. it's in our bodies y'all I just I completely agree um number two is move slow um (laughs) (laughs) I was slow to fuck down (laughs) I don't know if I'll ever be the same I'm saying I don't know if I will because once you finally slow down you're like yo why was I going so fast what was I doing because all I ever wished was to be in this bed you see me right now this is I would be at work like damn I wish I could be in a bed (laughs) nothing but pillows and velvet comforters behind me child let's be for real Drinking <laughs> in my well lit bedroom <laughs> with my plantas. Simple, simple, and like just the benefit of it. And like I just think of like when I was younger and how much I enjoyed procrastination, mm. right? Because there was something about like, oh, let me do right? Because I really wanted to push myself. I really wanted to like what. I was oh. on that was that was crack. What? What? what are you doing? I every Sunday I'm over here writing my little to-do list. Uh-huh. I'm setting myself up so that like whatever I cook today, I'm gonna have the leftovers for the next two days. One's gonna be for lunch, one's gonna be for dinner. Like what are what are we what do you excuse me? Why did you like that? <laughs> that don't make no sense. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to fly to Chicago. I'm going to do it for two days. And it's not even 48 hours for real. It's actually like 32. But I'm going to do it. And when I'm there, sleep, never. Come never. back straight to work that morning. No question about it. Into mm-hmm. the office from the airport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With my bag for a meeting that I planned for 80 people. <laughs> where I'm talking and doing a presentation. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. No. And no. that night, teaching three classes, then to go home, edit, take class. Ugh. Did I cook? Who knows? Who knows? I will DoorDash though. Like, come on. And even that, like, I think there's some joys about DoorDash. Like, like I would say earlier okay. in the year. And then also, I'm like, yo, Jay, if you actually just did your work earlier in the day, you woke up earlier. That means you go to bed earlier so you can wake up earlier mm-hmm. so then you can get a few more things done before your day actually really starts. And then maybe you could just cook. And I've been getting finished. Like, I'll finish with class. Like, the latest class I have is done at 6.15. I'll get finished with class or a workshop. Latest at 6.30. And then, like, I still have energy to go ahead and cook, right? Like... And, like, moving slow has also allowed me to, like, really play into my daily routines. Like, mm-hmm. I've been trying to get my body moving. So, 
you know, sun sounds in the morning. So that means I do have to wake up early. That means I do have to get in bed. If I'm not going to sleep, I can't tell you I'm going to sleep early still. But I will be all up in bed. I have a very hard time doing that. Yes. When I try to go to bed early and force myself to go to sleep, I'm going to be rolling around till 2 a.m. Correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even on melatonin. Correct. And even on melatonin. (laughs) Like, even then. I like that. Yes, I I can resonate for sure. It's it's just been so beneficial. Um, and I've been taking my vitamins, right? So I did. I've been taking the Hum Nutrition vitamins, and they're for like my skin and my digestion and my energy. And I've been feeling really solid. Like you know, I'm still definitely only like two weeks in, but just like me being consistent in my routine is very empowering for me to continue to move slow. And I'm like, that's why niggas plan stuff. Oh, that's why people come early. (laughs) So I think there's some benefit there. And then the last one is like, um, you know, dreaming big. Just dreaming big, just big. I'm talking about vision boards and Pinterest boards. I have like a, I have like a Finsta account that I only follow like interior designers and black people on vacations and really cute outfits. And like, all I do is just like pin stuff and I, um, or like, excuse me, like, um, take their pictures and I put them on pin, uh, on Pinstagram. Pretty much. Put it on that Pinstagram. Pretty That's much. And kids be talking about. That's I be pinning it and tweeting. I be tweeting it and just p- pushing it and posting and liking I, stuff. I Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I Twitter on occasion. I be twittering on occasion. So you know, <laughs> just dream big while you twittering. Um, but like that's the concept of like how looking at you know what possibilities are out there and how can I play around with them like I got I I use my sister I use everybody else's account but my own Netflix and Hulu so if anybody don't pay their bill then I obviously can't watch TV (laughs) one month one month one of my individuals in which I was subscribing didn't pay their bill so I had to figure out what I was gonna watch and so like there's um I think it's like Pulse TV and it's like free television and they have Oh, yeah, we use that too. Girl, one night I was just watching like five hours of tiny homes and I was like, I'm not going to buy a Tesla. I'm going to buy a tiny home. Like, and I was just like, let's do that. You know, and like my brain was just like, let's go get a pin. And I got, I made a whole Pinterest board on tiny homes. And like, so just thinking of like, and like, I know that if I'm dreaming about this, I'm sure sooner or later I'm going to write it down in my new moon journal. Exactly. And then I know sooner or later that means I'm going to start walking closer and closer into that. So just like how it all plays together, yeah, it just it's just beautiful. And so I just think those are like the three lessons um, that I really take consistently into heart um, because I think it's just done so much for me in this last year. Yes, love it. Mm-hmm. Visioning, y'all. Not only looking back at our past because you have to look back because if you don't, you're just gonna trip and fall. Isn't that, what, isn't that called Sankofa? Sankofa? <laughs> you said trip you and fall. Look you, back. Know, you, you gotta, gotta look back. You gotta see what's back there. Absolutely. <laughs> There's lessons to be learned back there. But beyond mm. that, 
there's lessons to lend in your looking forward as well. Mm-hmm. Well, cheers, y'all. We are so happy that y'all have been rocking with us for the last 50-something episodes. Um, and we're so looking forward to you to continue to be here. Um, appreciate y'all supporting us and loving on us as we give nothing but uh, authentic light. Um, and so with that, um, I take my hands and I put them to the center of my head. And I thank y'all. Namaste, fam. Y'all are dope forever, ever, and ever. Be good. Be blessed. Be black. Amen. Amen. Ashe. <laughs> Amen and Ashe. <laughs> <laughs>